Edition of Nothing Really Matters. And today we'd be gonna be talking about uh, something a little dear and near to my heart, and that is uh, butt plugs. <laughs> Just kidding. That's a joke and a lie. And I want you to know that I would never talk about something as juvenile and inappropriate. As that, I'm not even gonna say the word. Buckles. Um, what is it time for? It's time for me to sit down and talk about my life. <laughs> oh fuck! I'm really fucking up this coffee here. I, god damn it! I need a napkin. Here, take your ball. Go, have fun. Enjoy. Ugh. Oh, Jesus. Oh, really? I really fucked this coffee up. I, this is like one, one step short of spilling the shit out of it. Oh, God. I poured my coffee a little too much. A little too high. I poured it a little too high. Poured it. It's like the at the edge of the glass, and I'm picking it up. I'm shaking because I'm trying to talk real loud and be entertaining at the same time, and fucking little splishings and splashings, <laughs> little splishings and splashings are splashing all over my my desk, and ruining my beautiful computer. Ooh, it's been a week. It's been a week. Um, it's been two weeks because I didn't um, post uh, I didn't post a third episode and that's for uh, a reason I want to talk about on this podcast and the reason is something a little sad <laughs> something a little sad and depressing that I kind of don't want to talk about if I'm being completely honest excuse me honest God damn it. Keep fucking up this fucking coffee. The only reason I didn't post last week was I recorded an episode. But I was... When is she going? I was... I have a puppy in the background, so if you hear a squeak, a squeaking, or if you hear a... Uh, if, if something breaks in the background, that's just... That's just my dog. Uh, now, um... I didn't upload last week. I had recorded an episode on the day that I wanted to upload. And uh, I didn't like it. I deleted it because I was extremely tired, for one thing. I was, like, exhausted. Uh, And the second reason is because I, um, I was just, like, in a real sad place. I was just real depressed. And I don't, and I, I think that's something I think we should, uh, that I think I should just say. Because I don't want to act like I'm just the happiest man in the world all the time. I also, this, the original idea of this podcast was to 
give you kind of my feelings and thoughts and uh, um, experiences, talk about that on this podcast as a actor just starting out. And um, this was one that I think is worth talking about because I was experiencing burnout. And it's a, not like I just... I had been... For the past two months, I've been auditioning like a fucker. <laughs> if you ever... By the way, any um, casting directors, if you see any fuckers in your auditions, just kick those boys out. Kick them out. They don't deserve your time of day. They're one stroke short of a Nazi. <laughs> Do I know what that means? No. Of course not. Does it sound funny to me in my head? Yes. Now, <clears throat> I currently look like a hacker right now, talking into the microphone. I think it's really funny. I've got a sock over my blue snowball. Uh, a really old sock with a hole in the heel. <laughs> so that just adds to the... <laughs> to the feng shui, and I'm also, it's also, I, I also like to have my window open while I record this, so you can hear some birds, but a lot of the times, uh, particularly in this neighborhood, and I, I genuinely am starting to believe that birds are going extinct, because there is no birds, uh, you can hear crickets when I do it earlier in the morning, um, but it's about, you know, it's about 10.30 right now, and there are no birds, so it'd be great if some Fucking birds would sing for me. Alright? Man, my neighbors think I'm insane. Sing for me, birds! Sing for Papa! Come on! That's how you get birds to sing for you, right? You scream at... (coughs) 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 I slept on my throat this last night. And my throat is, like, fucked up from it. Like, it doesn't feel like I'm getting sick. But, like, I had the, I've had i been doing this thing. I've been getting sleep paralysis lately. And I don't... I've never had sleep... I've thought that I've had sleep paralysis before. But I, I had it last week when I was depressed. And um, for the first time, because I was so exhausted, I had a lot of sleep deprivation. So, like, I had this moment where I was taking a nap. And I was like, it's just going to be a 20-minute nap. And, um... I fell asleep, and I was so asleep, but my senses were still, like, heightened and awake, and my alarm was going off because the 20 minutes was up. I sat there for another 40 minutes, sleeping, hearing the alarm, and not being able to move to turn it off. And I would, like, I would, like, focus on, like, one part of my body and just try to will it to move, and I could not. And what had happened then was I would lay on my pillow in a way that, like, the pillow was on my, my, my windpipe was, like, the pillow was pressing against my Adam's apple. And I couldn't, like, swallow. And it was pressing against it, and I felt like I couldn't breathe. And it was a nightmare. Let me fucking tell you, it was horrifying. And this happened to me last night, right before I woke up this morning. I'm sleeping, and my fucking pillow is pressing into my Adam's apple. And I'm like, in my, and I'm starting to have dreams about it. Like, I'm starting to dream that, like, like I have, like, a ton of mucus in my throat. Or, like, I'm, I'm, like, getting sick, and my throat's swelling up. And I start freaking out, and I'm like, what's happening to my throat? And then I wake up, but I can't move still. And it, I can feel my pillow pressing into my throat and I'm just like <clears throat> and I like I finally like woke up and like moved and I was like oh fuck 
it was a nightmare. Anyways, let me get back to what I was talking about. So, I, I, yeah, I look like a hacker right now because I've got a sock. It's just a very funny image. I'm talking into a sock, basically, an old sock that went through the white laundry. So it's a little bit not black anymore. It's kind of brownish. And so it looks like a piece of shit. And it's sitting over my microphone I'm talking into this sock. And I'm wearing a black hoodie with my hood up, with my window open. And um, I just look like a very scary man right now, let me tell you. But if you were to hear my what I'm saying, you would probably be like, ha, that's silly. <laughs> what a silly guy, <laughs> you know? Um, let me get back to what I was talking about. Let's get back on topic here. Let's get back on topic. Um, also, I had a nightmare last night, and I want to get into that too, because it was actually one of the creepiest nightmares, because I'm not sure I was dreaming. But we'll get into that later. I want to talk about burnout. Because I created this podcast to talk about like my experiences and uh, thoughts as an actor starting off and what I'm going through and like and there have shit I fucking up my coffee <clears throat> and and there and and this is a very real thing that I think a lot of actors go through and that is burnout. Uh, basically, like I said, I have been auditioning like a madman um, all the last two months and. Uh, probably like 10 auditions over the course of those two months, which is a lot, I think, for... And, and like, I got, like, two parts out of it, one of which the project got pulled. That's the second... Or, no, the third project this year that I've gotten and then got pulled. <laughs> so it's just a good year for me. Um... <laughs> So it's just like that's the thing that, yeah, that's that's Mia. And Mia, can you um, could you keep it the fuck down, please? Jesus fucking Christ. Um, <laughs> uh, that's something that I think a lot of people don't realize. Uh, something that they talk about in my class a lot is uh how a lot of like actors that have quote unquote made it like uh, you see him on like Jimmy Kimmel and shit like fucking who knows like fucking you know Christian Bale, Kreb and Brendan, Michael Tanzen and Sprett Bringer all those actors those really famous ones that you all know uh, they are all like they, they act like they they act they act like they just they just fucking sprung out of the ground and they were actors like, they just, like, you ever seen an actor be born? You see a, a, the ground starts kind of moving, and you're like, what the fuck? Any artist, a lot of artists, you see the ground moving, and then, like, a hand comes out of the ground like a zombie. Uh, insert Halloween joke, because it's October. Um, and they they act like they just come out of the fucking ground like a zombie, and they're just like... I'm an actor. And then you're like, wow, he's brilliant. Oh my god. And it's like, no 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 they train for years, unless you are someone like Christian Bale. I believe his dad was like a producer or something of some kind of uh, commercial company that did like commercials, and he started out doing commercials as a child. In which case, you hashtag silver spoon in the mouth. And so, like you know, there's those cases where they just have been doing it their entire lives. 
But, you know, that's still training. Experience is training. So, like, yeah, you train. A lot of the British actors are more famous for that. Like, I've heard that from a lot of people where they're like, British actors train their asses off for years before they actually start acting. So, yeah, it's just like a lot of actors pretend like they just kind of came out into the world and they're actors. Boom. They're brilliant. It's like, nah. but they, Or they act like they don't train now. Anyways, uh, my point is, is that a lot of actors... Uh, uh, had a lot of struggle, a lot of, a lot of auditions that didn't go anywhere, and a lot of projects that didn't go anywhere as well. And that's something I'm starting to learn about, and I'm going to get into what I've learned about that in a minute. But I experienced some serious fucking burnout, what with not getting enough sleep and just auditioning my ass off, as well as working 40 hours a week at a job. So it was something where I was not getting any sleep, and I was getting a lot of rejection, and I think it just kind of weighed on me, and I realized, and I started, sat down, I sat down to do this podcast last week, and I did the whole podcast, but I was, it was depressing, because I was like, it was so fucking sad to listen to, because I was like, if I was listening to this, I mean, maybe, maybe nobody else could tell, but I could tell, and I didn't want to put it out there, because it just sounded like a really sad motherfucker doing a podcast, and pretending to be happy and making jokes. And I was just like, this is not, I'm not putting this out there. But I am going to talk about, I'm going to talk about it. Instead of acting happy, I'm not going to do that. I'm going to actually talk about what I was going through because I'm in a good place right now. But yeah, I experienced burnout. I was very depressed, very tired. And I just decided I'm going to take some time for myself and just forget about acting for like three or four days. And it was great. And it was something I really needed. And uh, uh, shout out to Creative Actors Studio again. I, I called in sick for one of my classes. I didn't say I was sick. I said I was under the weather. And I was not lying. I was very fucking depressed. And I was like, nah, I'm not going to class today. Because it's my only day off out of the week. Well, I have two days off out of the whole week. But um, I it's like one of the only days where I get like time for myself and then I go to class in the evening and I was just sitting around all day um like fucking exhausted trying to work on the script for class and I was just I tried to do this podcast and it was just too much and I was like fuck I just started hating myself and it was real sad and real bad and I was like and 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 it happened to be a day where my wife had the whole day off as well and we we it just felt like such a shame because we never get days off at the same time together and I was like man I'm just gonna not go to class tonight I just can't I just need some time with you, with my family, and just to be me and just enjoy, just watch some movies and just fucking chill out, you know? And so that's what I did. I I deleted the podcast. I was just like, nope, I'm not putting this out there. I'm going to just do it next week. And so that's what I'm doing now. And uh, I think I'm a lot better off for that because the big reason why I was so sad and depressed was because of all the rejection I was getting. And I wasn't just getting rejection. Like, I got a part. I got two parts. One of them got pulled. I'm still in one. still being worked on. Um, And I... It's it's something that I've always told myself I can deal with. And I can. I can deal with rejection. 
I'm not like a fucking narcissist where if I get rejected, I just fucking start telling them I'm going to kill myself if they don't put me in the... <laughs> but no, I, I was just like... It's rough. Because I was working so hard. Like, doing so much work. And auditioning so often. Like, every week. Two times a week sometimes. It was an audition a fucking... Not an audition a day. That would be way too many. But I, it was like an audition every every week. And it was so... <sighs> it was hard. And I wasn't, like, getting them all. And it's like... Even if it, it's hard to justify taking a break when your hard, hard work is barely paying off. That is what it is. But you need to have the mindset that no matter if you get it or not, that is still money in the bank. And that is direct quote from my, my coaches. I don't want to take that quote away from them. But it's true. It's like the reason you didn't get an audition, you, the reason you didn't get a part is not because you're not good enough. I've already said this. It's not because you're not good enough. It's just because fucking they just either didn't like your face or they just were like... My coaches had an example a couple weeks ago where they said there was a director. They hired this, this, this actress who they were like, oh, shit, she's so good for this this role and the director was like yeah i just divorced my wife and she looks just like my wife and my heart skips a beat every time i see her so i can't have her in this movie otherwise i'll be just depressed the whole time and i'm like first of all weird weird fucking reason that's so strange that's such a strange like come on be professional about this (laughs) you know it's weird like you can not get apart for the weirdest fucking reasons and uh so you can't you can't get down on yourself for not being good enough. But you also... It also still sucks, you know? And so it's like when you're working your ass off week after, week after week, just auditioning and auditioning and putting yourself out there and then not getting anything except for, like, a few things. First of all, that's just how it goes. That's the way it is. But you also need to realize... you need Because auditioning sucks. Auditioning sucks. You need to give yourself a pat on the back for going through so many auditions because auditioning sucks. So this is what I'm learning, is that when you do get a part, I think you should minimize the amount of auditions you look into and just focus on that part and just dive into it, (laughs) which is something that I've not really been doing. Um, Kind of unknowingly, I haven't really been noticing... Uh, how I'm not really diving into the parts that I've been getting because I've been so focused on auditioning and I feel like I'm trying to get a good part that pays really well, like now, 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 now. And all these parts that I'm getting at the moment are like, they're not, they're not like good enough or that's not true. Uh, But like, they're not, they're not that part. And I just keep, keep working and keep, auditioning and I'm like soon I'll get this one but it's like no you need to focus on the part right now and make it as good as possible even if you think it's bad which I'm not saying that the part I'm doing right now is bad I I genuinely do like it and I think it'll be really funny but my point is is that even if you think it's a bad part 
or even if you don't like the writing or the director or whatever, if there's some reason, still try to make it as good as you can make it so that when it is made, first of all, that'll make it more likely to get made because sometimes you you do a part and they don't get it finished in post and they have to pull it after you've shot it. Uh, so it'll make it more likely, if you do a really good job, maybe it'll make it more likely to get finished and, and get out there so you can use it to show managers and agents. <clears throat> and also, yeah, that, that it'll make it look good. It'll make it more likely to be really good and more impressive. And when you're focused on auditioning and not and, and trying to work and audition as much as you can while you're doing a project, that is going to be detrimental to the project. And I that's something I've learned recently. So I'm going to just dive into this project I've got right now and just make it the best it can be, uh, as well as the screenplay that I'm going to be writing for a production that I'm going to try to make happen um, this year, hopefully, maybe. We'll see. But I might I might share some of that maybe not. I don't know. <laughs> but yeah, that's that's my point that I wanted to make is that like if you are auditioning a lot and you're getting rejected a lot, just keep training and just keep um you know, keep auditioning. But also cuz auditions don't feel like you've accomplished anything. They don't feel like you did. Cuz they're just auditions and it's like you really as an actor, the real accomplishment comes from the project and the performance you've done. So, but the most work seems to come from auditioning. Like, that's the most taxing. So when you audition and audition and audition all month and you're just not getting any, maybe you get one, maybe you don't get any. You still need to be like, hey, you need to look at yourself in the mirror and look look at yourself in the fucking eyes. I'm looking at the man in the mirror. And you gotta be like, don't tell him to change his ways. Tell him he's doing all right. Say, hey, hey, buddy, you're doing pretty good. Have a drink. Smoke some weed. Take care of yourself. Go for a run. Fucking hang out with your girlfriend. Make out with a girl. <laughs> that goes out to guys and girls. <laughs> Make out with a girl. <laughs> you're doing great. You're doing good. You auditioned all month. Look at that. That's insane. You worked really hard. You don't have anything to show for it. No, that's fine. Because you're an actor. You don't have anything to show for. <laughs> so go treat yourself to a drink and make out with a girl. Alright? You're not going to make me say make out with a guy. I'm not going to say it. I'm committing to my words. I'm not going to be that guy that goes like, or girl, or guy. It can be both. God damn these fucking sounds. Upgrade Mac OS. No, I'm not doing that right now. Get out of my face. Yeah, I'm going to start updating. Oh, hey guys, so I'm going to start updating while we record this, so you're going to have to give me a minute. <laughs> No, I'm not going to be one of those people that, that backtracks and starts starts putting out multiple genders and being like, or these genders? Ah, you know what? They're just words. They're just words. They don't mean anything. Words don't mean anything. In, except 
except when we give them meaning as a as a community. The only time a word means something is when everybody agrees that it means something. And not everybody's going to agree, but when it's the majority of people that agree something. That would be the best way to settle. I don't want to get political here, but like I I don't subscribe to the beliefs of like those those like alt-right dudes that think they're like geniuses and like act like they know so much and they they act like they're like they're like they're <laughs> they act like they're like genius elite smart people and they're like and they're like those libtards <laughs> but like they're hilarious to listen to because they just think they're so smart and it's really funny um but they're always talking about like how they have such a problem with with like transgender people and like they don't like it they're like i refuse to call um like one of them was like i'll say caitlin jenner that's fine i'll say caitlin jenner but i refuse to call him a she but i'll say caitlin jenner and i'm like you're just being a baby first of all i don't like caitlin jenner caitlin jenner is a trash human Caitlyn Jenner's a bad person. <laughs> okay, let's get that out of the way. Caitlyn Jenner is a terrible human being and does not deserve all the praise she's getting for all this fucking shit. The only reason she's getting praise is for some real stupid political reasons, and it's dumb. She killed a person, okay? She's a murderer. <laughs> I'm just saying that, like, when you're acting like, I'll say Caitlyn Jenner, but I refuse to say she. It's like... Just shut the fuck up. <laughs> like, you're being a baby. It's like, I don't understand that. It's like, why does this bother you so much? It's like, that's fine. I mean, honestly, I don't care. Do what you want. Say, don't say she. That's fine. That's your choice. It's a free country. That's fine. I don't care. I don't, Caitlyn Jenner might care. I don't, but I don't care. Like, but why are you so vocal about it? <laughs> why do you need to be... It sounds like you're insecure about something. You sound like a baby. Like, it's just words. Like, why does it matter so much? And here's the thing. If, if they were listening to this right now, they would be... Ooh, they'd be steaming mad. They'd be like... Ooh. They'd be like... Ugh. They'd be like, you, you don't understand. You don't understand. This is how the communists are going to start infiltrating our culture. It starts with people calling them she. Yeah, I know the argument. I've heard the arguments. I listen to your shit all the time because I love to hear your arguments because they're hilarious to me. You're not... <laughs> this is, I'm acting like I'm talking to one of them right now, and it's really funny because I know exactly what they'd be saying. They'd be like, this is how the communists infiltrate our culture, and, and you know Hitler was a socialist. Hitler was a socialist. Did you know that Hitler was a socialist? No, he wasn't. <laughs> okay, that's enough. That's enough politics. I'm shutting this down. I'm shutting it down. I'm shutting it down. I'm shutting it down, all right? Hey, I see you coming out of my closet. There's a, there's a fucking alt-writer coming out of my closet. Hey, get back in there. I'm not getting political here. I'm not. I'm going back to talking about other shit, all right? I'm talking about my nightmare that I had this morning. Oh, God, that was terrifying. Oh. Okay. I'm done with my rant. That was funny. How did I get on that in the first place? Okay, so to end this whole topic, acting sucks. A <laughs> acting sucks. I hate it. I quit. <laughs> but here's the thing. You might do that if you work yourself to death. 
because you're gonna get mostly rejection. Um, so don't 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 kick yourself when you don't get a lot of roles. Just make sure to take time for yourself. Don't starve either. Don't quit your job. Just keep working all your life and keep trying to act and keep trying to get good and keep getting better. And I think that, you know, a lifetime of doing that, you'll eventually get so damn good that people will not be able to to ignore you and um, you will start getting parts. It's just, that's just statistically, um, that's just, that's just... The likelihood that you wouldn't find success is so low. So, like, you know, I don't know how to explain this, but, like, if you, an entire lifetime of working a day job and surviving and making money for yourself so that you can live and enjoy your life, but also trying to get better as an actor and continuing to audition, but also still taking time for yourself every now and then. Statistically speaking, your success rate would have to have an upward trend if that is how you live your life. If it doesn't have an upward trend, that would mean that you're taking like breaks, like a full month of a break or more every other month. Like you would have to just stop for like a year or two and then go back into it. Like that is the only reason it would have a downward trend. But I think that success, your success rate would have to have an upward trend if you just did, did it your entire life. It doesn't, it wouldn't make any sense if it didn't. Especially if, you, unless you're like a, unless you're like a narcissist and you just think like, oh, I can't, I can't be happy with myself unless I'm getting uh, recognition and, and, you know. Anyways. We're done with that topic. I want to talk about my nightmare. So I was sleeping last night, um, and uh, this is really fucking scary because I think it actually happened. I So I'm starting to think my house is haunted <laughs> uh, because my wife was al- home alone the other day, and she was with a puppy. And this might just be psychosis because she was very exhausted, and I've experienced psychosis when I'm really exhausted. Like some, one time I went like three days without sleeping, and I would like have these moments where I would swear to God like a bug – like. I would see, like, black spots. You ever seen, like, those gnats that, like, hover in, like, a group in the air together and, like, swarm around? And you and then, like, God forbid, you got to, like, walk through them, and you're like, ah, gah. It's kind of like walking through a spider web, but grosser. I don't know. I don't know what your gross spectrum is. What's your gross? What's your gross scale? Where is that on your gross scale? I'll tell you what's on my gross scale. Gnats are here. Spider webs are under that. Right, so um, but yeah, I would I would get so tired, and I'd like my brain would just tell me that there's fucking swarm of gnats in front of me, and I'd be like gross, but then I'd realize that they weren't real. (laughs) That sleep deprivation for you. But my wife was home alone, and she was with the puppy, and um. I think it was just the neighbors. She thinks so too. But she was sitting in our living room and she was about to turn on the TV to watch something. I think I'm not, I'm probably telling the story wrong, but she said that she just heard a voice in the corner of the room go like a little, like a young woman saying, hi. And she was like, what the fuck? It sounded like it was just in her head, but she knows it wasn't because the puppy looked in the same direction. So... It wasn't in her head. 
Um, but I we both think that it was like a neighbor because our house has really thin windows and like you can hear everything if someone's standing next to your house and they're very the houses it's a very close-knit community of houses like they're very like like you share driveways and stuff like so it's very common to hear people talking when they're standing outside their house but like it was just like one high and like very creepy anyways but so what happened to me this morning was i was sleeping this is they're so explainable and they're such dreams but it was still really terrifying so i was sleeping and I started hearing, like, tiny footsteps, like a child's footsteps, dancing in my room. And I was asleep this entire time, but I was, like, kind of, like, awake a little bit. Not, like, sleep paralysis awake, but, like, kind of, like, it woke me up a little bit. Like, my eyes slightly opened, and it was scary, so I didn't open my eyes. You ever had that happen? You ever catch your parents being the tooth fairy? I caught my mom being the tooth fairy when I was young. But I, I didn't believe it was my mom. I, I, I was sleeping, and I felt a hand go under my pillow to put the money under my pillow when I lost a tooth. And uh, I felt it happening, and it woke me up. And I slightly opened my eyes. And my mom would wear this white sleeping gown. And I could see the sleeping gown, and I was like, Fuck the tooth fairy! Holy shit! Oh, fuck! And I was so scared. It was like um, I was starstruck by the tooth fairy. <laughs> so I didn't open my eyes, because I was like, I'm too embarrassed to say hello to the tooth fairy. Um, it was like that, but like terrifying because it was a child's footsteps dancing in my room. So I just kept my eyes closed and listened. And I heard a a little girl's voice saying like, he's sleeping. And I was like, oh, and it was horrifying. And then I heard a man's footsteps come into the room and a man picked up the little girl and said, oh, let's let him sleep. And then walked out of the room and I died of fear. It was probably just a dream. Pretty scary. Scary. I mean, that doesn't sound very scary, but in the moment, it was one of the most terrifying things. I did see a UFO recently. I'm not going to talk about that, though. Um, <laughs> uh, so let's talk about my next topic. I'm going to take a little break here, and I'm going to come back, and I'm going to talk about Shane Dawson's Jake Paul series that just finished uh, releasing. I think that would be fun because it's been consuming my life and I've been obsessed with it. And I think it's really cool. And I think it has a lot of issues, but I think it also has a lot of uh, bing, bang bang bing, spingos. I got a lot of, a lot of sp- spangons. So I'm going to take a little break and uh, we'll be right back. La na ta da, la 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 na 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 ta 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 da da da. La na ta da, la 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 na 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 sa 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 da da da. Tip of the tongue, teeth of the lips. Tip of the tongue, teeth and the lips. to do to die today at a minute or two to two. A thing distinctly hard to say but harder still to do. For there'll be a tattoo at twenty-two-two. And the deck and the dragon will come and the dragon will come when he hears the drum at a minute or two to do today at a minute or two to do. And we're back <laughs> Fuck. Um alright, so 
So, <laughs> fuck, I'm lightheaded. Son of a bitch. Oh. Okay, we're back. I need a, I need another break. <laughs> um, Jesus Christ. Okay, so I want to talk about Shane Dawson's on uh, new uh, series. Uh, it's based, it's a documentary about Jake Paul, and it is called in. Uh, it's called the Mind of Jake Paul, or Inside. I'm so sorry. Uh, it's called Inside Jake Paul. <laughs> it's called Fucking Jake Paul. <laughs> um, inside the mind of Jake Paul. Ha 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 ha. Um, it's called um, Inside the Mind of Jake Paul. There we go. It's called Inside Jake Paul's butt, and um, <laughs> I wanted to talk about it uh, because it's really well made and it's really good. It has its problems, and I'm gonna talk about those. <sighs> wow. Um, but yeah, it's really good. So basically, what it is is it it starts out like any other documentary with a question, kind of like a scientific study. And the question is, is Jake Paul a sociopath? And it started out because I think Jane Dawson wanted to do a series about sociopaths. And a lot of people say that Jake Paul is a sociopath because he's made some really fucking cringy and creepy and uh, just really bad videos that make him look like a, a, a sociopath. And so Shane Dawson did a documentary on it. And it went from being kind of like, mm, it, it has, I think, six or seven parts in the series. Each part is about 45 minutes long. Very watchable. It's not like 45 minutes of like, of like, bullshit that seem, you know, normally you'd be like, you're watching that and you're a, and you're, you're interested in that and you're watching the entire thing, that's crazy. No, it's actually, it, it, the 45 minutes goes by very quickly because it is very interesting. The first two parts are probably the most boring just because uh, if you've seen it. Uh, now, if you don't, first of all, if you don't know, Shane Dawson is a YouTuber who started out making really terrible shit that, I, he was very popular though. He was very popular back in the day in like 2006, uh, probably before that. And I had known about him because I used to be really into YouTube because I was homeschooled child and I had no friends. And I would just watch YouTube. And that's how I learned how to interact with people socially. <laughs> but no, um, that is partially true. <laughs> but also, I would come across Jake... Uh, I would come across Shane Dawson's videos and like watch one and be like, this is terrible, I'm not watching this. And I didn't like him at all. Because he would make some really, really racist stuff. And he was very young. And, you know, it's like he's different now. And I, I forgive him. You know, everybody's stupid when they're a kid and do stupid shit. And everybody, you know, you change your life. And uh, that's kind of what this series is about a little bit. It turned in, it went from talking about Jake Paul and his... 
Sorry about that. I just kind of cut myself off because somebody knocked at my door and it was a person coming to take care of a tree that fell in my backyard. And um, in doing so, when I answered the door, I uh, I stepped in an old, mushy pumpkin. <laughs> and my foot is wet. <laughs> it's probably the grossest thing. Oh, gross. Yeah, so my sock, and I'm wearing socks, so luckily I'm, I can just kind of take that off. <laughs> Fuck. Gross. Oh, that's so gross. Um... We just kind of, ew. Where was I? God. Um, <laughs> I'm probably going to cut this out. But, um, yes. Uh, so, fuck. I gotta... So back to what I was talking about. So it started out asking the question, is Jake Paul a sociopath? And um, the first two episodes, you're kind of like on the fence. You're like, hmm, he seems like a sociopath. Um... He sits down with a uh, a real um, therapist, a, a real psychological therapist, and she basically goes through, I forget what the book is called, but it's the book of uh, mental disorders. Now get out of there. <clears throat> She's trying to eat my pumpkin sock. Um, and uh, she basically goes through all the traits of a sociopath that determine whether or not somebody is a sociopath. And it was... It got a lot of flack. It got a lot of um, negative responses because it was just very overdramatized. And um, my, I have an issue with the backlash. Actually, I'm I, okay. First of all, it was very dramatic. It was very overdramatized. But I think that's just kind of the point of the series. That's just kind of. It wouldn't have been interesting to watch if it wasn't overdramatized. But the other issue people had with it was they were like, oh, even if he is a sociopath, we shouldn't be making it out to be this scary thing that's really bad. Because not all sociopaths are bad people. And that's kind of true. But I think people aren't really getting the point in that the reason it's actually scary, people's minds automatically go to, oh, sociopath, because especially psychopaths in movies are always, almost always portrayed as like murderers and serial killers. So a lot of people are automatically assuming that he's saying sociopaths are scary because they are murderers and they're awful people and they're terrible. But that's not, that's not the point. That's not why it's scary to me. The reason, even if a socio, okay, there, so Sociopaths are not serial killers, okay? If a serial killer... A, ser a lot of serial killers are psychopaths. But the point is actually, for me, the reason it's scary... Yes, it's over-dramatized, but I think it's also a little bit justified because I think people are missing the point is that they're not... A sociopath isn't scary. First of all, a sociopath doesn't know that they're a sociopath. And if they do, they don't care because they uh, they they think that their uh, disorder is helpful for them most of the time. If a sociopath ever tries to fix themselves, that's a big deal, and that is, like, extremely rare. And the reason it's scary is because sociopaths, if you're friends with a sociopath, it can ruin your life, potentially, because 
even though they might be your friend, they might see some kind of opportunity at some point where they see a benefit in kicking you to the side of the curb or throwing you under the bus for something and, and or just or something like r- ruining your relationships with your other family or um it, it can get really bad and scary for your mental health if you are friends with a sociopath because you might not know that your friend is a sociopath so I think it's important to have the conversation about why a sociopath is so scary. Um, and that's the point I think people were missing. People were thinking, oh, they're just saying all sociopaths are scary. It's a disability. We need to be more um, we need to be more empathetic to these sociopaths and like work on helping them. And I get that. That is true. That is a thing that we should do, but it's also something that you need to be aware of when it comes to interacting with someone that might be a sociopath because they have the potential to really uh, fuck with you and potentially ruin your life in a way that's not just not, not might not that's not murdering you but in other ways like cut, like like I said like 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 turning your family against you or or cutting you off from other friends or or manipulating you into not doing things that would be good for you because it might benefit them. Like, that's why it's scary. That's a very real thing that happens to people. And that was that's why I think it was good that the conversation got started with this series. That was the beginning... <sighs> wow, I just stuttered like a like piglet in Winnie the Pooh. <sighs> that is where the series started off, and it was a conversation about what a sociopath is. And, um, yeah, they were asking the question of whether or not Jake Paul was, but it was also a good conversation starter for people to talk about, like, why a sociopath is a dangerous person to be around. And I'm not saying that you should just go kill a sociopath. I'm not saying anything like that. I'm saying, like, be aware if you think someone is and, and, and be very cautious of what they might ask you to do or try to be aware of if you feel like you're being manipulated. Because it could be very bad for you. And you might not know it. You might not think that it's bad for you. But it might end up being bad for you. Because even though they might be your... Fr- that's that's all I'm saying. It is Even though they might be upstanding citizens in society. They might be um, your friend. They might... You know, but, but they have the... Even though they might be your friend. They still don't have feelings for you. Like you might for them. And they might it's just like it's especially bad for people who are very there are people that could be very vulnerable to this who might have a hard time socializing and making friends um so i think it's important to help people be aware and not fall victim to somebody that could take advantage of them like a sociopath easily could without feeling any remorse for it um, I think psychopaths are a completely different story. Psychopaths are very different. They're a lot worse than a sociopath. And I'm all, and psychopaths are also in the same thing as they're not all murderers and serial killers like our society views them as. But they're just worse in the way that they're more cold-blooded and more um, calculated than a, a sociopath. So I think it's just important to realize that like the scariness of it was over-dramatized, 
But the scariness is also very real as well, because it's... I don't think people are grasping the concept of what it is. And the concept is something very weird to think about, that, like, these people don't... If you, like... If you, like, if a sociopath is... Is if you do something rude to a sociopath, like I don't know, it, like give them the silent treatment or something, like they're not gonna feel like bad. They're not gonna feel sad about that. They're gonna just get angry that you're ignoring them or something. I, you know, I don't. You know what I'm trying to say. Anyways, uh, that's my that's my my piece on that. Is that I think that the, it was over dramatized. Yes, and also, but also it's like people do need to be a little more aware of, like... it. What it really just showed was that how much people aren't aware of what a sociopath is. People were, like, feeling sorry for them and, like, saying, like, oh, we need to, like, like be more compassionate towards them, which is, I, you know, that's not wrong, but I think they're missing the point is that they are people that, that do not care whether or not they have this disorder, and they, most of the time, if not all the time, are not interested in fixing themselves. The most interesting thing about it to me was, uh, <laughs> I'm not going to talk about that, but, uh, so, um, so the, the first, like, three episodes were just one interview, basically, of Shane Dawson sitting down and talking to the therapist, and then he sat down and talked to, I can't remember the second one, I think he talked to, um, I don't remember, um, he he taught he, he interviewed a bunch of different people but the uh, the third one he ta- he interviewed a guy named Nick Crompton who is like uh Jake Paul's manager who left team 10 and uh that was really that was an interesting one because he had a lot of information about like the way they handled their money and the way they went up and the way they handled their pranks in their videos and all that and it was very revealing and something that a lot of people didn't know. So it was really good informational interviews. They weren't bad interviews, but I think they could have been edited together a little bit better. Like if you watch a, a documentary on something, a lot of the times they have the interviews mixed up. They have multiple interviews, and whatever they're talking about, they might cut to an interview that they did with somebody about that subject that they were just um, researching or diving into, and that, that I think would have made it a little more interesting if they did something like that, um, but I'm also a little torn on it, because I think it, it was kind of fun to just see each interview in succession, one after the other, because they did eventually, as it progressed, because like the first interview was just one interview, they hadn't gotten to the other, to the other interviews yet, so they didn't have anything to cut back to, to talk about, um, so I think they should have, I think Shane should have, uh, mixed up the interviews a little more and maybe not done just one at a time because although it wasn't boring, I don't know. I think it was just him trying to draw it out, draw it out because it was such a popular thing. Um, still is. Uh, I just, yeah, I think it would have been more like a real documentary if he had done that. Also, I think he needs better B-roll, <laughs> especially in the first episode where he sits down with the uh, therapist, 
Because the B-roll, this was one of the things people had the biggest issue with, was how he would cut to just, like, horrifying things of, like, you know, she'd say something about a sociopath, like, they'll lash out in violence, and it'll cut to, like, a... Well, that was actually a good B-roll. But, okay, so, like, some of the B-roll would just be, like, like random clips of, like, a show, of, like, a TV show that had nothing to do with sociopaths. And it's, like, you kind of have to, like... If you've seen, like, one of the movies he cut to, like, a clip... It would you'd be like wait that's that has nothing to do with a sociopath how is that like a it was just kind of funny almost so I think I don't know his B roll could be a little bit better but holy shit once he got to the one where he like interacted with Jake Paul and went to his house and you just kind of got to see that Jake Paul is just like he's a little he's like a child. And he's just, like, his house is just, like, he's got these pillars in his house that are, like, made of actual Legos. And you can, like, open up doors in the pillars and see little Lego characters, like, doing stuff. And it was, like, really, like, he's just a big kid. And you he kind of got to, like, where he was talking about the issue. And, and he's got all these people living in his house. And Shane's like, this isn't good for you, like, as a person. Like, a person... That's not how people live and be happy with their lives. You you can't have, like, your work in your house, you know? And that was one of the biggest points of it was telling Jake that, like, dude, you, you have to have a, a house that you live in with your girlfriend separate from work because his life is just, like, nothing but work. And um, that's kind of the theme of this episode is talking about, like, managing your time and... In, in separating work from play, and, and, and that's kind of what the, the message was uh, in this uh, docu-series. Um, the other thing uh, that was really interesting was when he got into, like, the psychology of his family and how fucked up they are. Like, I am fully convinced that his brother... I don't think Jake is a sociopath, but I'm fully convinced that his brother is, like, a full sociopath, Logan Paul. Because, like, there's this whole thing how Jake's girlfriend, who he was the manager of, which is a horrible idea. You don't date and have sex with with the person that you are managing, there, you know, like, she's a model, and he was being her manager, basically, but he was also dating her and having sex with her, but they were also, like, not a very functional couple, and it was just bad, and so eventually what happened was Logan Paul, she left Jake, and he ended up having to kick her out because she, like, wouldn't leave, that's what he said, he said she wouldn't leave, and it got to the point where he was like, you're, you need to leave, I called a moving truck, you're leaving now, but her, her side of it is she was just, like, trying to, I believe, I think I believe Jake on this one is she was trying to monetize him kicking her out. So she acted like, oh, he's kicking me out. He dragged me down the stairs. But honestly, it's like, it was just such a weird thing. But then right after she left, she went and had sex with his brother, Logan Paul. And when you watch the the videos of Logan talking about it, like, if it was my brother, I would, I don't know what I would do. Like, it was horrifying. And it clearly, like, messed with Jake and it was really interesting to see how because like Shane was like basically dadded him and said you are allowed to be mad at Logan because their lives are so like under a microscope and so public 
that like they acted like it wasn't as big of a deal as it was and just and made it like a joke and made it content for for his brother to have sex with his ex-girlfriend and joking about it to his face and like that's such a horrible thing and like that was something Shane started saying where he was just like I can't wrap my brain around your brother if it was me he's like trying to empathize with Jake and he just can't imagine how hard it would be to have your own brother sleeping with your ex-girlfriend and making fun of you and making diss tracks of him with your ex-girlfriend kissing her and like and like teasing you about that like that's such an awful thing and then he gets into like his dad and his dad is oh my god his dad is so He's, like, a macho man. He's, like, ex-Marine. And he's, like, not that... I'm not saying, like, if you're an ex-Marine, you're a bad person. But he's got that, like, macho, like, military man mindset of, like, you have to be the strongest and you have to be better than everybody else. And, like, if you're not, that's no good. You're no good if you're not better than everybody else. So, like, Jake Paul, like, grew up with this... With this... This being drilled into his head of, like, being the best. You have to compete with your brother all the time. And, like, that's so unhealthy of a relationship to have with your brother and your dad. Then once once Jake and Logan started having all the success, their parents got involved and started making really cringy vlogs of their own. And they have this one video where the the dad and Jake have this this competition where they're like, oh, his dad was like, or Jake was like, okay, dad, so we have to like, in order to prove that we're both macho men, we have to prove that we can kiss the same girls. And so they blindfold this girl who is of age, but she's so young. Like she's like Jake's age and he's like 20. And and his his dad is like in his 40s and they're kissing this girl and it's like gross and it was like what the fuck? And um just all this weird shit and there's this one video of his dad of his dad in where his dad was vlogging. And this is where I this is where it gets into the whole question of sociopathy, where I think his dad and his brother are like actual sociopaths, because there's this one vlog that was very telling that they didn't really focus on, but I really it it was the clue that gave me the certainty that one, his dad and his brother are a sociopath, but he's not. And basically, here's the scene. I'm gonna set the scene. So they're in a kitchen. We're seeing the perspective of his dad. It's his dad with a camera facing him, a selfie of his dad and his dad's talking into it and his dad is vlogging and behind him is the kitchen where this really hot girl who is logan and jake's age are like horsing around like logan is on top of jake's back like piggyback and they're like screaming and like they're they're like adults but they're acting like 15 year olds and they're just horsing around in the kitchen like on top of each other and the girl is like laughing she's holding this or she's holding a puppy they have a puppy with them and logan takes a plate he's not actually angry he wasn't like upset he was just like being funny he thinks he's being funny and he takes a plate and like throws it on the ground in the kitchen and shatters it and it scares the shit out of the puppy and the girl picks up the puppy and is like, oh my god, what the fuck? And the dad, once this happened, everyone's screaming. The dog and the girl are, like, freaking out and are like, what the fuck's going on? And they're not, like, angry again. They're Again, they're not angry. They're just being stupid and, like, horsing around. He throws a plate, shatters, scares the shit out of the girl and the dog. Girl picks up the dog. She's, like, clearly kind of distressed, but she's trying to act like she's not because she's in her boyfriend's or 
she's in their house with their their dad's house and the dad's vlogging he kind of turns around to see what's going on he stops what he's doing look turns around to see what's going on and then goes back to the camera while everybody's distressed and this place shattered he starts focusing on his shirt he's wearing and goes like do you guys like my new shirt while there's chaos in the background like it's just like so not okay and so something a sociopath would do where everybody's like freaking out in the background Plates are shattering, and the dad's just like, do you like my new merch? And it's like, that's weird. If it was me and my kids were doing that, I'd be like, guys, clean that fucking plate up right now. That's not okay. Get the dog out of here. Guys, do you have bare feet? Are you okay? You, do you have glass in your feet? Let's go. Let's get this figured out. Let's clean this up. Then I might plug my merch way after that is sorted out. Like, that's a human response. That's empathizing with people. But his dad just, like, turns around, kind of glances, and then goes back to what he's doing and goes, do you guys like my new shirt? And it's like, whoa. And here's the thing is, in the background, if you pay attention while he's plugging his merch, Logan is just laughing and, like, still being a goofball. But Jake looks at the girl and the puppy and goes, he, he leans into the puppy and grabs the puppy's face and kisses it and goes, hey, are you okay, buddy? Because... Jake saw that the puppy was freaked out and he was like, he went out of his way to stop what he was doing and said, hey, are you okay, little guy? Like, I'm so sorry you're scared. But Jake is just completely unaware of all of that and is still being a goofball. And that was the clue for me that made me convinced that he was not a sociopath. That was because he, it was candid. He didn't, he wasn't doing it for a vlog. He was just, he wasn't even vlogging at the time. So it was candid with Jake and Logan, and Logan is still being a goofy idiot after he just scared the shit out of this puppy. doesn't give a shit about that. But Jake was like, he stopped what he was doing and was like, hey, what's, are you okay? And so that was the clue for me. So yeah, it was just so interesting because I love, I love psychology, stuff like that. It's so fascinating to like figure people out and like, uh, <laughs> I'm a sociopath. I like to figure people out so I can manipulate them. <laughs> but yeah, it was, um, it was really interesting. Um, so, the, um, the interviews were really good. Um, it made me reflect on my cynical opinions. Uh, so I was very much on, like, I'm, I'm not gonna start watching Jake's videos. That's for damn sure. <laughs> um, I will be curious to see, here's how... Uh, you never know. He could just be a really good manipulator. So, you know, there's never... You can never know for sure if somebody's a sociopath unless they do something awful, um, like manipulating you into doing something you don't want to do or some stuff like that. But... What was... The only way we'll know if this series was correct or not and whether or not he's a sociopath, which I don't think he is, is if his content changes. So I won't ever watch his videos, but I will be looking, checking up on his videos to see if there's a change. If he keeps doing cringy shit and like hurting people and like and saying awful stuff, then that'll just be proved to me that like this did nothing and he was just putting on an act just for this series and to try to get people to see him in a better light and it's just public relations. So that's that's the proof. That's that that'll be the proof for me. So I'm 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 very interested to look to just check up on his content to see what he's putting out after this series has come out. So yeah, there's that. Um, but 
so if that happens, I'm definitely not going to reflect on my opinions because I've been on the hate wagon for Jake Paul. I was one of the people where I was very fascinated by his videos, by how insane him and Logan both are just ridiculous, goofy people uh, and do terrible shit in their, their vlogs. Um, so there's lots of people that just hate them for that, and I was on that bandwagon. And I still, like, don't like his videos, but I'm, I'm definitely going to be a little more calculated and a little more um, empathetic to people who are stupid and elitist and famous because like even though they're corrupted by all that shit by money and and power and and um being you know just being obnoxious i'm still gonna have a little bit of sympathy for them because i know that like it's hard on a person clearly because he living in this house with all these people that are relying on him for their livelihoods and like it's it's just bad and like it clearly has taken a toll on him mentally all this hate he's gotten i'm not saying like he doesn't deserve the hate because he does because it's stupid shit but it's really when you look at it it's just a dumb kid a stupid kid who hasn't had a family that's taught him right from wrong and he's kind of learning the hard way like the hardest way and that was just really interesting to find out and watch because, uh, yeah, it, I think we can all learn a little bit about how to treat people. And instead of just throwing hate at people, I think uh, Jeremy Johns, who's a movie reviewer, he actually reviewed this, and he had a really good little uh, monologue at the end of his uh, video where he was like, I th he's basically saying what I'm saying right now is, I think we can all kind of look at this and maybe just talk to people more and not just tell people, yell at people, telling them how bad they're being because that's not going to be productive for anybody. Uh, because the, the reason you yell at people that you hate, the reason you tell people what's wrong with them is because you want them to change. Um, and it also feels kind of good to put yourself on a pedestal and be like, I'm better than you, you're being a piece of shit. Even if you're in the right, even if you are better than them, it's still important to kind of figure out what what made them that way. Um, not that you are going to go out and do that with everybody you meet, but it's important to kind of understand that there is a reason they're like that, and it's not all their fault. They're not. They're responsible for their actions. I'm not saying they're not responsible for their actions, but they there's a reason they're like that, and I think it's important to have some empathy for that. I'm not saying I'm going to start making friends with fucking idiots. <laughs> I'm a very I am very big on just writing people off, especially even friends. Like if if somebody treats me like shit and and and, and doesn't uh respect me the way I deserve to be respected by my friends, I will I will cut you out of my life. I'm I won't I don't have time for that shit because I'm I I I mean, I'm not going to be like awful and toxic about it i'm just gonna be like I, even if especially I, I might not even tell them i might just be like yeah, yeah i'm done with you and if they ask i will tell them why and um that's that's just the way i like to live my life and that's a healthy way to be with your friends because it, it, i think it's important to protect yourself from that shit because if you don't it can end up being really bad and um hurtful which is kind of what I was talking about with sociopaths. 
sociopaths, who knows? Maybe there's someone with a friend who's a sociopath, and that friend that's a sociopath might be a great friend and might never take advantage of their friend because they value... Because sociopaths can have relationships and can have connections um, with other people. I don't think... I don't think psychopaths can, but I think sociopaths can. And I think that... There are probably many relationships out there where someone is a sociopath and they and the sociopath genuinely respects their relationship with the person and is in it just to have a relationship with a person and might be a very good person to them. In which case, doesn't matter that they're a sociopath. But they still have that potential to um, hurt you and ruin your life. And, and that can be really unhealthy. I think it's important to, to figure out when that's happening and to cut them out of your life when that is uh apparent so yeah the other thing was like his yeah his dad's living with him jake's dad is living with him and is like it's very strange it's just a very strange family and i have it's really interesting how fascinating that stuff is because like i don't fucking know jake paul i'm not his friend i don't give a shit about his life or his his videos. I don't give a shit about that. But god damn it, what a fascinating piece to watch and like figure out what what made this guy the way he is. And the last video, the one that just came out is an hour and 45 minutes long and it was incredible. It was Shane sitting down with Jake and basically going over all this shit he's learned about him. And how he thinks that he should... And basically telling him how to change for the better and figure out his life and figure out how to balance his family and his work and to... And and not... And, like, he didn't tell him, like, he's like, you don't have to make... You don't have to, like, change how crazy your videos are. You just need to change, like, how you are with people and 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 learn how to how to keep your family separate and that was something that was so interesting and he seemed very open to it and very willing to change and it was fucking emotional because jake was like he was spilling his fucking guts and i believed it and you know i i'm always skeptical because like the only way we'll know if he does change is if he if, if his content changes which is why i'm very interested to watch to keep an update on what he's coming out with and stuff. Um, so that'll be the proof in the pudding, is to, to see if, if he does change in his videos. But man, it was a good series. And and the biggest thing about this series is that, like, it's legitimizing YouTube a lot. Like, YouTube, like, the biggest creators on YouTube are Jake and Logan Paul. Like, if you search Logan Paul or Jake Paul, you get, like, this weird page on YouTube of, like, this, like, really nice page with like all these suggestions and it's like it's clearly like youtube is like putting them above everybody else and they're putting out horrible content like fucking logan paul with his suicide forest video where he goes into the suicide forest in japan came across a hanging body and like vlogged it and didn't have any like empathy for that person and when he and he like acted when people like got enraged about that he like clearly was like pretending to care and his response was so weird and creepy that's why i think he's a sociopath but like but youtube is still like putting these guys on a pedestal 
And it's like, it's so weird, YouTube, but this series is really good because it's a very well-made documentary. It's like a genuinely good documentary. It's not like YouTube and goofy and like, hey, what's up, guys? I'm going to go talk with Jake Paul and figure out what he's doing. And it's like, he's, it's not like that. It's genuinely like a real good documentary. And I think... I think it legit is. I I hope that people on YouTube are going to start making more content like this and continue this trend of making professional and well, just well edited, good, very. It was just good. And it was something that was professional on a level that I haven't seen. YouTube before like the most professional person on YouTube to me is Philip DeFranco like he's the most professional on YouTube everything else is like basically trash but this is like another level of professionality that I haven't seen on YouTube before and I've watched YouTube for years um and it's always been like I've always put like like good content as like movies and video games are like super good um like fucking professional artists and then YouTube is like a just a cesspit of goofy shit. People that don't care about anything but making money and getting attention. And then there's like a few channels in there that have some really interesting stuff that they work hard on. But it's like YouTube promotes the shitty people. And I think this has been so popular. Like I looked at his latest video, Shane's video, where he interviewed Jake Paul. And it was like, it was at half a million views and it had only been out for an hour. And right now it's at like 15 million and it's been like two days. So it's, it's crazy the amount of traction this has gotten and how professional it is. And I think that's really good. And I hope YouTube promotes that and makes that better. And I, I hope that more channels start do making good shit like this. And that is really all I have to say about that. Um, but yeah, I, uh, I really enjoyed this episode. I feel like I'm, uh, I'm back on track. I've had a, I've taken a breath from, from, from acting and work, and I'm, and I feel like I'm ready. I'm rejuvenized, and I'm ready to go, start working hard again. And I'm gonna, I'm gonna end this podcast here, and I'm gonna go, write a screenplay, maybe go to the gym, and uh, you know, uh, I let, let, let's let's promote uh, self care and uh, mental health, uh, and uh, take care of yourself. Don't fuck with people that fuck with you. Cut them out of your life right now. Do it. Call them up. Call them up right now. I'll do it. I'll call them right now. I'll call them for you. All right? Send me their number. Uh, give me a number. Give me your name. Give me their name. I'll be like, hey, listen, uh, Jansen doesn't want to be your friend anymore. You're a piece of shit, and uh, you treat him like garbage. And uh, very unhealthy relationship. Are you a sociopath? Because, uh... When I heard you locked her in a bathroom and plugged the drain in the bathtub and started filling it all up with water, and that's um that's attempted murder. So I'm gonna go ahead and uh, let you know they're done with you, and I'm gonna call the police. So uh, <laughs> have a go, uh, have a nice day, and go fuck yourself. <laughs> oh boy, that's all you gotta say. Say you're done. We're done. I don't want to be your friend anymore. Yeah, I hope you enjoyed this. Uh, if you're an actor. And you got an audition coming up? Fucking go give it your all. Don't don't look at it like an audition. Look at it like you performing your art. And uh, I'm sure you'll nail it. 
you might not. Most likely, most likely you won't get the part. <laughs> but uh, pat yourself on the back for doing it, and uh, have a wonderful day.